I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. It was about 98% of the people that received Bitcoin. It was their first time ever handling or understanding like, oh, I have Bitcoin, which is which is super impactful because now you can see how easy it is. Or you can just cash it out and see like, oh, that's how you cash it, cash it out. Like, okay. So it was it was cool to see. I'm going up to people and with a with a hat and I'm like, hey, send me send me five dollars of the Bitcoin you just got and I'll give you this hat. So I'll show them how to do it. They send me the five and then I give them the hat. But it's just a cool way of showing like this is how you can kind of uh, do commerce now. So super cool and, and it's super exciting to see. And I think it's needed. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Yusuf Abdul Ali, who's the founder of the Bitcoin Classic, the first ever touring basketball tournament rewarding players in Bitcoin. The TBC mission is to provide high-level basketball tournaments focused on Bitcoin adoption all throughout the United States. I think you're going to enjoy this interview today, but before we get to it, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, and this week it's Rocket City Bitcoin. Huntsville, Alabama surpassed Birmingham as the largest city in the state and has been named one of the best places to live in the United States by U.S. News & World Report. The city's famous for rocketry, including the Saturn boosters to send astronauts to, you guessed it, the moon. The local Bitcoin meetup has monthly gatherings and is on a parabolic trajectory. Since starting, they've covered topics ranging from basic transactions to node operations and custody considerations. Beginners and experts alike are welcome aboard. The countdown to self-sovereignty has begun. You can find them on Twitter at HuntsvilleBTC. And if you're not in Huntsville but want to find a Bitcoin meetup near you, I encourage you to download the Oshi app where you'll be able to do just that. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Yusuf right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Yusuf, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And um, that, that was a good intro. Summed it up right there. So I appreciate it. Well, I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? For sure. Let's do it. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? First heard about Bitcoin 2017, I want to say. Um, didn't think anything of it. 2020, the beginning of 2020, is when I first bought Bitcoin. And that's when I kind of went down my, did all my research. Um, and I was introduced to it through a good friend, um, Jules. Uh, his name is Jules Hirsch Hirschkorn. He, um, he's a pilot. He's a uh, data engineer. Um, and, and he 
is uh, he's someone who is really tight with not tight with his money, but in terms of telling you what to do with your money. He's not someone that kind of goes out there and tells you, do this, do this. Um, so when he did come to me, it was like, hey, listen, any discretionary funds that you have, like put them in Bitcoin right now. And, um, you know, me being someone who's I'm, I'm going to do my research. So I started researching Bitcoin and anything from, uh, you know, the Bitcoin standard to Isaiah Jackson's book. Um, can't think of the name right now, but then then is YouTube. So I just went down, you know, the hole and I'm like, you know what? I, I like this. I think it, I think it, it's going to play a major role in, 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 you know, the human society at some point. So I was like, you know what, let me, let me go in and jump in. Um, and I did, you know, that, that was a good point to get in when it kind of reversed back and it was pretty low. So, um, 2022, 2020 is when I first bought and been buying ever since. Next question is this, what's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? I think it's, well, in, in my lane, in the basketball lane, um, it's a lot of education. Like they don't, you know, players, coaches, the spectators don't have really an idea of what it is. So one of the main things is uh, people think that someone owns it. Like it's a company. So they, they ha- ask, like, how did you how did you get connected with Bitcoin? Like, how did they, why would they sponsor you? And I'm, and I have to tell them like, listen, like Bitcoin is a currency. It's an investment. It's, uh, um, you know, no one owns it. Um, you know what I mean? It's a currency. Um, so, you know, that's one of the things that I kind of have to preach to, you know, people that participate and, and show up to my tournaments. Um, but overall, I just, I think it's, um, however you, you know, the important, However you um, see Bitcoin, there's so many different ways you can you can invest in it, um, which I do. You can use it as a currency, which I do. I, I'm not one that just kind of holds. I, I'll pay people just to kind of get them introduced to it. Um, so I do that. And then I also um, I use it as a, a equity loan to actually start the Bitcoin Classic. So that's one of the things that I did where when I bought it in 2020, 2020, um, the value of it went up. So I was able to, at the time, take out a loan, start the Bitcoin Classic, you know, raise some funds with the Bitcoin Classic and pay that loan back. So there's, you know, a plethora of ways you can use it. Um, but, you know, what I tell people just kind of getting in is just, hey, listen, just just get it, get a little bit and then save it and then do your research after you buy a little bit of it. Um, but again, it's multifaceted now. Absolutely. So what is the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? I like now uh, the Bitcoin source, Daudu. He does a good job of breaking down high level, low level, mid level, um, beginners, um, really experienced Bitcoin um, adopters. So I like Daudu. Um, YouTube is a good one. I like YouTube. Uh, Cash App, if you kind of go and, and, and dig into like their, their platform, Cash App's platform, they have a good kind of like onboarding for beginners, um, just kind of explaining what it is. Um, and then there's a, a, a number of books out there. Um, and and I, I just say kind of go start start early, just put in Bitcoin for dummies so you can start getting the basics and then you can kind of branch up into those bigger ones, uh, like the, you know, the Bitcoin standard, um, all those type of books. 
Beyond Bitcoin, what is a resource tool or idea that's been helpful to you or your work at the Bitcoin Classic recently? Chat GPT. <laughs> yeah. How are you using it? I use it in, in a number of ways. I, I use it to create waivers for my tournaments, for the players, you know, my partnerships that I'm have that I'm creating. I use it to kind of create these, um, you know, these contracts. Um, what else? I use it to create marketing plans. Um, I use it a, a number of ways. You know, sometimes I use it to, to draft an email. So it just allows me to kind of streamline things and not over, you know, have to do all the details or go pay a third party to do some things where it's me just kind of cleaning it up. Um, so chat GPT is I, I, nothing but good things about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. So we we have now our final, what we call our arbitrary but insightful question, and it's this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Why? And I say that because, and this is just me, like I've, I've always been curious, like kind of growing up. Um, and, and mainly it's because, you know, I didn't, my, my, my father passed away when I was young. So it's like you kind of see yourself searching for things when you you know, kind of fatherless and in, in, in the inner city community, you always kind of searching for what's right, what's right, what crowd is doing this. And you're very curious and, you know, you can get caught up in a lot of things. So I've always kind of lived my life on that curious side. Like, why? Why is that? You know, why are they, why are they doing that? Why is that this way? Why is this? And, I go, and it forces me to kind of go and do my own research. Um, and, and that's something that, you know, I still live by to this day. It's like, just be curious, um, figure out your own, you know, figure it out yourself, do your own research, um, kind of figure out why people are doing things and, and why things are moving forward. Um, so I, I would say why. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high-net-worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. I think that's a good transition to the main portion of the interview. Today, we're talking about the Bitcoin Classic, and probably the best question to start off with is why. Why did you start the Bitcoin Classic, and what's your vision for it as you continue to grow? 
Yeah, for sure. That's a good question. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a basketball junkie. Um, played, started playing when I was six. Um, played high school, played college, got a scholarship. Um, didn't, didn't try to go pro. I ended up coaching when I got out of college, uh, coaching and working. And then um, I went on to coach college basketball. And then once I had my daughter, I had to scale back. Um, so I've always been a junkie. Um, planning events, one-on-one uh, one -on -one, one -on -one basketball events for my city. Um, I would plan those events and then kind of give back the profits and give back, give scholarships to kids in the local community. So I've always kind of used basketball as a way to be creative and a way to just kind of, you know, it's my passion. So just trying to stay, stay, um, keep, keep it going. And um, once I learned about Bitcoin, I was like, you know what? Nobody's doing this. Nobody probably would do this. Let me see if I can kind of connect the two. Um, because I know bit people just aren't going to come to Bitcoin and want to learn. Um, you know, they kind of see it as like a, as a, as a mean, as a mean stock or, or a, uh, you know, one of the, the, the hot coins at the time, um, you know, they're just looking at the price. So I was like, you know what, how can we do it in a way where we can kind of disguise that education and, and, and something. So that's why I kind of, uh, combined the basketball and Bitcoin piece. Um, and it's selfishly, it's, um, you know, it's my two passions. Like I, I'm, I'm passionate about, uh, basketball and then I'm also passionate about Bitcoin and seeing where it can go in, in the future. And, um, you know, how, who adopts it first and how people can benefit it in more ways than they are now. So it's like an infusion of two passions, really. And that's why, you know, I kind of pushed it and I'm running with it now. So I, I feel like the best way to talk about it would probably be uh, speaking in terms of the upcoming Bitcoin Classic in Atlanta at the end of June. Could you share with us about how the tournament's laid out, maybe how you even get teams to sign up like is the the bitcoin piece attractive to people is it does it give people pause and then you know what does it look like once you get on the ground in atlanta so just to answer the question first it's it's definitely harder with the bitcoin in the title that's that's the number one thing especially when you're trying to you know you, you're you're getting these teams and, and they pay they have to pay to enter these the tournament um you know so they pay a fee which is fiat and a lot of them don't want to give up the money and get Bitcoin back. So you got to kind of onboard the coaches or the GMs, the people that's putting these uh, teams in before you kind of even get them to sign up. Um, because a lot of them have no idea how they're going to receive the Bitcoin. Um, so that's, that's a process in itself, just getting teams. It's a, it's a lot of legwork. It's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of uh, back and forth with them to try to get them um, to trust the Bitcoin classic and to trust that we're going to do our end of providing them. All right, this is how you get Bitcoin. This is how you can convert it. This is how you can save it. This is how you can get it off of, um, you know, a hot wallet, cold wallet. So we do all that stuff leading up and then during and some after, but in terms of how Atlanta kind of plays, we, we do eight teams. We get, we find eight teams um, for Atlanta. We have, Four teams coming in. We have one from Alabama, uh, one from Boston, one from Connecticut slash uh, Springfield, Mass. And then we also have another team from uh, like Washington DMV area. And then there are the other four teams are from that Atlanta area. So 
the fact that we're kind of bringing these other states and getting these other places involved is huge because it, it just grows the, the footprint of the Bitcoin Classic. Um, but it's also something that is not done that often where you're getting these adult teams to kind of come together and compete against each other. So it's really unique that way. Um, so we get eight teams. Um, we do a single elimination tournament. Yeah. Um, so you lose, you're done. Um, it's spread out over two days. And uh, mixed in between that, we for the community, we have uh, three-point contests. We have challenges. We have Bitcoin giveaways. We have merch. We have T-shirts. We have, um, you know, Bitcoin educators that come and just talk about their stories um, to the crowd, just talking about how they got into, into Bitcoin and, you know, what the value is bringing them. Uh, what else do we do? Uh, we have, like, live performances. Um, so hip hop, R and B, whatever the case may be, um, come down. We have a DJ, so it's a it's kind of an experience, you know. And and then all centered around you know Bitcoin, and, which is pretty cool and and it's pretty unique. And in Atlanta, it's actually you know thanks to our partner Cash App, you know they're providing some some resources that I think is going to be the biggest one so far. You know, it's uh we got we got a lot of um. A lot of performers and a lot of people that I couldn't reach that they could. So super thankful for them. Um, and, and yeah, Atlanta's going to be big, man. I feel like it's going to be a kickoff to, you know, next year, which is going to be even bigger and better. So excited, super excited. That's awesome. I think I feel like Cash App is the the perfect sponsor here. Like people are already using it. They already have it. And they're a, a Bitcoin Maybe not a Bitcoin first, but definitely a Bitcoin only company. So that, that's huge. Do you have any other sponsors? Yeah. So we 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 uh we came up with a deal where they wanted to be the only only sponsor. Mm-hmm. So they're our sole sponsor. Like super thankful for that. Um, but we do have some team sponsors um, that sponsor the actual teams that are are putting their um the actual players together. So we have uh, three of those very souls out of Connecticut. They're sponsoring a team from. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a team from California coming as well. Um, okay. So they're sponsoring a team from California. There's a Dolo's Pizza Shop. They're sponsoring a team in Atlanta. So we get like that local community, those small, mid-sized businesses that kind of want to be a part, just throw their name on something to be a part. So super grateful for them as well. That's awesome. Do you have any uh, teams that return who have played in the Bitcoin Classic before or... Do you just have basically bring eight teams together for the first time and it's kind of like their only Bitcoin classic that they compete in? Uh, no, that's the that's the, the issue right now is the teams that do play, they want to come back. And, uh, too um, much success. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this because it's, it's a well-run tournament, you know, and it's, it's like they they see like they only have to play three games. Usually when they're going to these weekend money tournaments. They're paying eight, nine games in a weekend, which is kind of it's kind of crazy. So they they like the the idea of what we're doing and they like the basketball piece of it. And so we have three teams that are returners and then we have five new teams. That's super cool. And what do the teams get? Does the first place team take the whole Bitcoin bag or is it uh, dispersed among like the top three teams? How do you how do you figure that out? So we do winner takes all. Okay. So when it takes off, so this one in Atlanta is going to be $30,000 worth of Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Wow. So right now they're getting the full Bitcoin and, and, and some, you know? Yeah, that's huge. So, so with, with that, then 
I guess it just depends on the team, but does the team take it divide it up among the players? Does it go back into the team for them to like develop or how is it usually spread out? So we do whoever wins, we get um, the, the GM or coach to give us all their catch up IDs and gives us a number of how much each player should gets and how much he gets. And then we just disperse it right through cash app and uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin lightning. So it's actually, um, well, some of them, some of them have Bitcoin, some of them don't. Um, but between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Lightning, we disperse it right to them through Cash App. What has the response been for the locations you previously had, the Bitcoin Classic? Have you gotten feedback from the community after the event? Have you been able to see what adoption looks like? It's hard to track. I would say this last year at Rucker Park, where we did it in New York City, the feedback that we got back from them, that was like, uh, that that was the, probably the most impactful, um, where, you know, between because we have these, we do it in a cool way. And Cash App kind of allows this is where we have these QR codes throughout the court. So at certain times, we'll say the, the QR codes are active. You can kind of scan and see what you get. And then we'll kind of disperse Bitcoin to, to, to all these, um, to these people. And then on the back end, you can see how many of them had Bitcoin on the front end or how many of them just signed up for it. It was their first time dealing with it. So, you know, it was about 98% of the people that received Bitcoin. It was their first time ever. This was their first time ever handling or understanding like, oh, I have Bitcoin, um, which is which is super impactful because now you can see how easy it is, you know, how easy it is to get. Wow. You can watch it and, and or you can just cash it out and see like, oh, that's how you cash it, cash it out. Like, OK. Yeah. So it was it was cool to see, you know, it was really cool to see, you know, people. I'm going up to people and with a, with a hat and I'm like, Hey, send me, send me $5 of the Bitcoin you just got. And I'll give you this hat. So I'll show them how to do it. They send me the five and then I give them the hat, but it's just a cool way of showing like, this is how you can kind of uh, do commerce now. So, um, super cool and, and it's super exciting to see. And I think it's needed for the, for the Bitcoin space, you know, just having being on the grounds with it, you know, we're on the grounds with boots on the ground, just kind of, doing these transactions, but it's also, it's also good. And, and it, uh, you know, it's fun to do. So you may or may not be willing to share this at this point in time, but you said that next year is going to be even bigger. Can you share some of the vision that you have for the future of the Bitcoin classic, or is it something that you have to keep under wraps for a while still? Uh, I don't know about location. Um, but the one that I can't say the location now, but I'm hoping it kind of works out because it's an iconic court. But bigger vision is uh, so there's a there's a tournament um, called the 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 basketball tournament TBT and they give out a million dollars worth of Bitcoin I mean a million dollars to their winner <laughs> so I wanna I wanna figure out a way where I can compete their winner versus the TBC's winner I put up a hundred thousand worth of Bitcoin. You know, I pull that money, pull that Bitcoin between whoever wants to kind of help out and do that. And we have them put up one hundred thousand dollars and then we kind of do like a Bitcoin versus money um, championship winner takes all. Mm. So I think I think that's, you know, trying to do stuff like that just on a bigger platform um, because, you know, they, they, they have ESPN, they have Chick-fil-A, they have Puma, they have a lot of these big names. And it's like, all right, let's. uh Let's mix it up a little bit, you know, let's mix it up. Let's get disruptive and try to compete with them, compete with their champions 
and um, do a Bitcoin versus money. I just think it would be cool and it'd be a, it's a good way to get kind of more Bitcoin education to the masses. Yep. So that's that's on the plate. I'm, I'm slowly trying to build that out now. Mm. I love the vision. So before we finish up today, eventually in a, in a few minutes, I want to get your final thoughts. But I also want to get your thoughts on the NBA finals. I'm assuming you have some. Did the, did the playoffs go how you wanted? Do you have any preference for who you think will win the finals? Or do you have you know, a team you're really rooting for at this point in time? Because, you know, this is the first game one is going to happen before this goes live. And I'm just curious to know what your thoughts are. So we have you on record before the games ever start. First off, I'm a Celtics fan. So <laughs> that loss last night was tough. Um, Tatum getting injured first minute. That was tough to see. But, you know, shout out to the Heat. They played the competitive team. Jimmy Butler's competitive. Um, but going into the finals, I like Joker. Um, I also like Jimmy Butler, but they just beat us. So I'm, I'm going with Denver. And game one, I say Joker triple double 30, 10 and 10, 30, 12 and 12. And mm. they win by about five, six points. I can see them kind of taking it. I think Denver takes it. Um, just a bigger team. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Heat's been, in, in, you know, they've been impressing people and kind of uh, surprising people along the way. But I feel like that's the majority opinion. Denver is likely going to win. I, I'm not a huge, uh, like, I don't follow the NBA throughout the year, but I was talking with some people last night, two nights ago. It is really fun to, whatever sport it is, to be at the end of the season and see all of the excitement, you know, everything's going into this. I feel like especially with the NBA, this might be an incorrect bias, but I feel like they just kind of mess around until the playoffs and they get serious. But the playoffs are usually really exciting. And I'm guessing that uh, these finals will be pretty good as well, even though they're not the teams that everyone expected in the finals. No, I agree with you. I think people definitely coast to the playoffs. You can see it in the stats. You can see it in kind of who rises and who drops off. Um, so I agree with you there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I, I like I like Joker. I think the international piece to it is big, good for the NBA. Um, you know, you got Joker there. You got uh, Jamal Murray. Who, Jamal Murray's from Canada. So I think it's a big draw, maybe not in the U.S., but outside and, and internationally. I think it's I think it's right up with what the NBA wants, to be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of international, one thing I really appreciate about what you're doing with the Bitcoin Classic is that you are bringing uh, Bitcoin to United States sports. I, I know that you have, you know, the Perth Heat in Australia, you have Real Bedford in England, and there's there's not, at least to my knowledge, and I feel like I'm pretty aware of what's happening in the space, there's not a whole lot as far as Bitcoin and sport in the U.S. So I appreciate what you're doing here, bringing Bitcoin to basketball and then teaming with Cash App. That's just great. Any final thoughts before we finish up today's interview? Um, final thoughts is, uh, I didn't touch on it, but Another piece to the Bitcoin Classic is uh, we're partnering with AAU programs and high schools um, throughout the U.S. Um, we actually got our first partnership with uh, New Heights out of New York City. So they have about like 28 teams. Mm. They have over 100 players that go Division I. Um, really, really, really uh, well-organized and well-run um, organization. And they're about... I think they're about, um, I think they are top 15 or top 10 in the U.S. for AAU programs, which is sponsored by Nike. Um, so we partner with them to kind of be like their Bitcoin financial literacy 
um, partners. So we're actually going to be doing something with them on June 3rd and 4th in New York City, where we're going to kind of onboard their parents and their players, just kind of giving them the basics of Bitcoin and also um, other financial tools that they can use. But mainly Bitcoin is going to be a staple there and just giving them the, the foundation of what it is. So super excited for that. And that's that's another piece to the, you know, the Bitcoin Classic and how we plan on giving back in the future. So. Um, definitely didn't want to miss that. Well, where can people go to find out more about you and the Bitcoin Classic if people want to stay up on what y'all are doing and especially kind of follow along with the Atlanta tournament happening in June? For sure. You can go to uh, the BitcoinClassic.com or on Instagram, the Bitcoin Classic, and then uh, Twitter as well. If you go there, it's uh, the Bitcoin Classic. And um, yeah, that's everything, man. That's our socials. Um, and the website. So you can go there, connect with us, DM us if you want to, you know, kind of get involved or if you have ideas where we're, we're open to partnering, we're open to listening to other ideas and ways to make this better. Um, so feel free to hit us up. Great. Well, Yusuf, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Yusuf, you can find our links down in the show notes. And I encourage you to follow along with what the Bitcoin Classic is doing as well. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value for value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes. So if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today